damn it. Yeah. I thought I got away with it. If it wasn't for all, all those damn drinks. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand Dana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 99 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am brand Dana. And with me, as always, hearing me loud and clear, most awesome. That's right. That's right, baby. Now you just sound like Froggy from uh, The Little Rascals now. At this point. Yeah. Take that as a compliment. <laughs> a little voice I think impression. that was that same – yeah, I think that was that same kid that was in Little Giants, the one that, like, you know, shoved the shoulder pads up and, like, sunk Oh, yeah, his got his head. head. Yeah, his head taken off. Blew, yeah, the, blew the snot bubble. Wore the, yes. uh, the jock strap on his face. I got a really good memory of Little Giants. Did we, we, did we date night that? We absolutely date night. Okay, I think that was like our second date night after the Wiz. Yeah, Maybe that was smart. Third. I'm not that sure. was smart. That was smart. That was a fun one. The O'Shea yeah. brothers. That was a lot of fun. We should yes. do another one. Bro, we've been to it 99 pods. That's it's fucking nuts. You know, ooh, ooh. And, and we're pulling this out. Thursday night pods always got a different vibe to it. It means like yeah. one of us got something to do. So it's it's kind of like a responsible pod. It's like a little, yes. but it's a button up pod. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah, not like yeah. black black tie like only pod, but it's definitely like you you wore a suit and you like borrowed your dad's tie. It's got sure. like that. Pod. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It's not quite podness casual. It's yeah. more. Yeah. You know, pod professional is really yeah. what it is. Yeah, a little uh, breathalyzer, maybe a flask or something. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, there's a little nip. There's some weeks that you know I I don't lift a weight. There's some weeks I don't read a page in a book. But 99 weeks in a row, there's not been a week that I haven't potted. Ooh. I like, pot. I like when you put it in that. Exactly. Got a pot, you, baby. You, you, you've eaten for 99 straight weeks. You've breathed uh-huh. for 99 straight weeks. I have. you potted for 99 straight weeks. That's, look at that, man. Uh, well, we got a dynamite episode 99. Here's what we got on mm. the horizon. We're doing ripped. We're doing all-time NFL offensive team. Might talk a little defense. Uh, we're doing MAB red carpet uh, Oscar nominations. This is going to be pretty much just me uh, seeing what movies Most Awesome hasn't seen and then tasking <laughs> him to watch them before the Oscars, which are, I believe, February 9th. How many movies can you fit in between February 9th? What day is it today? January 16th. Uh, three quarters of one. Three quarters of a movie. Okay, good to know. A, a, well, a movie, yeah. Exactly. That's fine. So we'll probably we'll pull. I can mix that in between yeah. reruns of The Office and Friends. Sure. I, so we might do like one quarter from three different movies. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Got to do the Neapolitan Showdown. We're talking hardest things about getting back in shape. Oh, I knew that was mm. a little resolution on Arjun. How are we doing with that so far? <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's not no spoiler alerts. I know you can only hear our voices. Do I sound fatter? I probably sound like I'm shriveling up and dying. No, you no, you sound like you're you're you're, <laughs> on a, you're, yeah. you're brawnier. Yeah, you sound like you're more like you should be you should be wearing like flannel and plaid. Brawnier, uh, Brandon, a gambling corner. We're talking championship games. We also got a little uh, gambling tale from our boy, most awesome. We're gonna finish as right. we always do with our MVP of the week, ladies and gentlemen. You're out of power. Starts now. Extra, extra, read 
Thursdays are fun. Thursdays are. Oh. I like that you call it a button-up pod. <coughs> it is. It is. Fucking Sunday brilliant. pods could be any that. Sunday pods could have a weird energy. Saturday pods oh, yeah. could have party vibe. So, yeah, Sunday pods can have a. We got to record this again because I forgot to record it. Vibe to it, <laughs> like most definitely. Right. <coughs> Sunday pods also have like we're a little forlorn. Maybe we lost a little bit of money on bets. Sure. Who it's knows? A we're a little that. bummed out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I like how on that, like on Sundays when you think I might have lost a little bit of bet, you kind of have that like almost like dad coming back from the track. And it's just like you see the car pulling up, which is me kind of firing up the potty, just like, what kind of moods he gonna be in? Right. Oh man, he just paused outside the car, took are a couple we, deep breaths. We're in trouble. We are. He's lighting up a cigarette already. It's rough. It's gonna be it's, a gonna be long night. Uh, all right, rip from the headlines. All time team. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Well, because we've been talking a lot about the top one hundred, the whole top one hundred team. So we want to get our little Mab spin on it, kind of throw down who we like in that all time team for ourselves. Yeah, let's jump into it too. I think one kind of. You know, I've been able to talk about this a little in the Oscars. It kind of has the same, uh, like in the Oscars, we're just like, I wasn't nominated. Like Adam Sandler, like I guess the Academy, to, they sure. always kind of rest me the wrong way. We got the same thing here with like Terrell Owens kind of getting upset he wasn't on this list, right? Yeah, he was a little disappointed. Um, there's and and I I do find it interesting. I mean, you made the Hall of Fame somebody's there's going to be somebody that's going to be left off the list yeah to you were kind of people are questioning your hall of fame nomination even though statistically you matched up with all the great wide receivers you know but maybe it wasn't you know maybe it's a little bit more era inflated you know kind of like we'll talk about with baseball with like the the juicing of the baseball like you're getting more home runs because everyone's juicing and the ball's juiced maybe to you got a little bump because everyone was starting to pass a little bit more and I mean, also you're like, who the fuck cares? Like you're in the Hall of Fame. Right. Like this isn't, you know, our this list we're about to make about as official as the fucking like top 100 list. Right, like, right, right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't what, even know what, are you what freaking the, out about. The, yeah, I say, is it brought to you by the NFL Network? Does that mean it's sponsored by like fucking like H and R Block and like Geico? Like who cares? <laughs> right. Yeah. How many NFL historians are 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 actually voting on this? And when when you watch that NFL Network stuff, like how many comedians and like like pop singers and all these people you see like throwing their like little two cents and their memories on the game, which is fun. I enjoy it. I like it. Yeah. But that's what this is really. It's more pomp and circumstance. And I get it. It's like you know the hundredth anniversary of the league, and it's a big thing. But I mean, ultimately, you're in the Hall of Fame. Like I, I would, I would much rather be in Tio's position. Yeah. Than I don't know if you did you see Drew Pearson. Uh, there was a video clip. Drew Pearson is this uh, famous uh, Dallas Cowboy wide receiver who basically found out on television that he didn't make the Hall of Fame nominations again. He's the oh. only player on the all-time 1970s team, like all-decade team, yeah. that is not in the Hall of Fame. 
Fuck. And he was just like, fuck. He's like, they did it again. He's like, I'm sorry. You could see, like, he was upset. It's something that means something to him. Yeah. And he's the only one that's not there versus, like, T.O., who just got in, what was it, last year or two years ago, and is now like, oh, boo, I didn't, you know, I didn't make the all 100 team. It's like, the, you of the, all the wide receivers are there. Yeah. Like, you might, you don't stack in comparison to many of these guys on here and even, like, a few of these guys that are out there now. Yeah. What's the rules? I know with kind of baseball Hall of Fame, there's like a finite number of times you can be on the ballot and then you just kind of fall off. Is there anything like that with the NFL Hall of Fame? Do you know I'm putting Ooh, you on the spot here? That's a good trade. No, everyone drink, drink on this one because I really don't know. I don't know. I think it is a NFL. I mean, it could be like the Baseball Writers Association. There might be something to that. I just know there's the monster guy that comes and announce it. And like gives you your your notification that you've been nominated or that you that you are that we've seen that with uh, Bill Cowher and 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 uh, not Jerry Jones Jimmy Johnson yeah um, and we've seen it a few other times but I'm not really sure what goes on I w- I would assume that the NFL Hall of Fame has some sort of ballot thing um, but uh, <laughs> we usually. Like the NBA, we usually see it pretty early too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. You don't know the fucking answer. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Just say it. you just don't fucking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh like, that's the kind of thing. you weren't expecting that on a <laughs> Thursday. Pod. Thursday pod, bro. It's Thursday. I'll start bringing the heat. Hey, cutting, cutting the mustard. Uh, let's start with quarterback because I think we're going to be pretty close yeah. on this. Uh, I got Tom Brady. Yeah, I went. I got. I got Tom Brady as well. Um, I also. I also gave Patrick Mahomes. I know our fan base. I know our listeners. Oh, wow. I went with a backup. Nice. Mahomes, I'm giving it on on spec a little bit. There was a lot of quarterbacks that were out there. Yeah. But I think he has – I mean, from what we've seen, he has a chance to be in that 1A, 1B, or just one number one overall when when it's all said and done. But I I, if I was to start a franchise now going forward, I I don't – I can't think of a way – I could write off some other quarterbacks, but it would be tough to write off. Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Yeah, I guess in my one B, I have um, Dante Culpepper. <laughs> oh yeah! Ooh. I was like, I, when we were doing no, this, no, I was like, you be wary of a lot. Yes, yeah, be wary of yeah. a lot of Vikings yeah. coming down the pipeline. <laughs> uh, now, I think in my one uh, B, you know, you kind of, and this is maybe even a little recency bias, if that even plays true. Obviously, it can't be more than yours. Not, but I'm gonna go John right. Elway. Like, doesn't have as many rings as Joe Montana, but you know, like when kind of like a two minute drill is named after you and you're kind of known for it. And then you finish out on top. Like I just like to throw some attention on that. Although maybe he could, should get dinged a bit for his ability to select a quarterback now that he's in the front office. (laughs) Right. And some of the failures before that we, we, we forget the, Getting blown out fifty-five to ten in in the you know early '90s Super Bowl against the 49ers. Yeah. They forget some of those shortcomings, the falling apart. Um, but yeah, he you know, and it's one of those things. It's like there's something about the quarterback position that kind of even even supersedes stats. I know that's why a lot of people you know gig Troy Aikman for it, but like he was the guy that. And like Elway, he was the guy that was like, "All right, when the chips are down, like we are in a, in a bad spot. Like this yeah. is the guy that's going to draw it out of us, get us there, and be the leader, and just be a stabilizing force." And Elway was that way. I think Brett Favre was that way. 
Yeah. And they all had, you know, this kind of like gunslinger mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, man, I feel like I'm overthinking it. All right, but I'm, I'm going to stick with that. So I got Tom Brady and um, John Tom Brady, Tom Brady, you have to because he's got the to. consummate leader. Got to. I mean, like just he's got to. hyper competitive, and obviously he's won a bunch. But it's like he does – I mean, he lives, eats, breathes, wants to win, wants to not only just win, but he wants to, like, fucking destroy everyone around him to get there. And I put him over – you know, Peyton Manning and all those other guys. Too. Yeah, I like Peyton Manning a lot. All right, too late. Um, running back, give me a couple, but just give me one at a time. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go. There's, Of course, you're going to guess this one. You should guess this one. I'm going to go with Barry Sanders. Yeah, he's on 10 season, 1,100-plus yards, average basically about 35 catches a season. So he would translate in today's game, too. He has the ability to receive passes, catch passes, Five yards per carry, which is seventh all time amongst all running backs. Ten Pro Bowls, six All Pros, one MVP. Just, I mean, I, you could you could slunk him down in any generation, and he will be successful. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, he also just that reputation for facing eight in the box all the time is like with no pass threat, and you just right. watch him, and it's like. It just translates for a kid also. I mean, I know you're already a Lions fan. I enjoyed watching Barry Sanders because it was just like he didn't look like anybody else. You didn't know what you would see. Like just his ability to like evade tackles and like keep his feet up. And it's not like a like we'll get to Derrick Henry in a little bit. It's not like what you see with him oh, like, <laughs> like right now. Please don't do it. Please don't people, do it. But he's able to just kind of like dodge and take a weave. So, yeah, you have to have yeah. him on there. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get it with what our KC friends see when they like watch Patrick Mahomes because he does things that no one has done before, or seen before. That's how it was in the '90s with Barry Sanders. It was like, you know, they always told this story that like the reason why he was so quick and was able to evade people is like they always played tag and they were it was like a bunch of kids in the neighborhood and he just honed his skill and like just was evading people all the time by avoiding getting tagged. And it's like one of those things where it's like he would pull stuff out of runs and, and yeah. jukes that you're like that. I don't know how you could think that was even possible to do. Yeah. Uh, so it was really exciting. Every time you turn on the, the game, even though a lot of times we lost it, we still had a puncher's chance because of Barry Sanders. Yeah. Um, all right. So I had Barry Sanders. Uh, I did. I see. I did bring up Derek Henry. I don't what if he continues like this. I know he's probably getting, how old is he? 26 he is 25 he's his fourth year so 26 yeah and like 26 yeah i guess it's maybe a little late in the game uh i mean emmett smith like you almost want to bo jackson doesn't have the longevity there's some of these older running backs that like how how good was jim brown how good was jim brown jim brown was the shit i mean he was he walked away in a very uh, barry sanders-esque profession yeah. Uh, I think, or fashion rather, not profession. I think he had nine straight thousand yard seasons. I think twelve hundred or twelve thousand yards overall. Was the all time touchdown leader at the time of his retirement, um, and had I think the highest yard per carry average at five point two. You guys can double check me on that one. But um, but walked away from the game and was just a truly dominant force. The thing that I loved about him is is that, I mean, he was the epitome of like a running back that was a poker player in an era where 
you know, guys were constantly just trying to knock you out of the game. His whole his whole mindset was never if you got hurt, like every time you got tackled, he got up the same way, kind of a little slow, a little deliberate. He never wanted the defense to see whether he was tired, hurt, or he had a ton of gas left in I the like tank. That. And I thought that, that that like that's a like that's a mindset for a running back in that era, especially when it was just, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust, like he would sit there and just decide, like he could see beyond the game. It's like, well, this is going to give me an advantage because they won't know what's coming down the pipe. And then boom, he comes at him again with the same force or even more the next play. Um, so he was, he was pretty good. Uh, also phenomenal athlete, uh, track basketball, lacrosse, you name it. He played it all at Syracuse. Uh, but I did have to go with, I didn't go. I didn't go with Jim. You Brown. didn't go with him. Who'd you go with? Who's your second one? Sweet Peterson. Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Yeah, good one. Yeah, hard I not to, to choose him. <coughs> What's that? So hard not to choose Walter. Payton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I thought about Adrian Peterson. There, I do like Adrian Peters' longevity. I like right. Adrian Peters' style of running. Um, I don't know. It's just I, I, with any position when it gets on there, I want to hold people accountable and. You know, a championship just kind of bumps you up a little bit for me. Like, Sweetness has that. Sure. He has the nickname Sweetness. Nine-time Pro Bowls, uh, seven-time first-team NFL rushing leader in 77. Um, just I And here's the thing also. Do you give a little bit more to running backs in kind of that previous era or like our era of watching? Like kind of like yeah. that 70s, early 80s or? yeah. I mean, you, you kind of have to because that was yeah. the game was significantly more rough, and those guys were ground down. I mean, he yeah. was, you know, same thing with like Ladainian Tomlinson. Like he was getting a ton of touches because he was also a guy that could catch the ball out of the backfield. But uh, you know, also too, the way that they allowed guys to tackle and to blindside you and to just bang you. I mean, that was their whole game is just knock them out of the game by whatever you could. And a lot of guys in that era you know, felt that coming out of it. Um, I, I do give it because he did have, he had the nickname. He had it all. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking it up right now here. Cause I'm we, not going to go off. We share, off the we share the same birthday. That doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people. Oh, lot to me. look at that. I didn't know you were born in 1954. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Right, eh? Man, there you go. Like Thursday it. night. Look out. Boom. <laughs> um, Nine-time Proler, five-time All uh, All Pro, one MVP, one Super Bowl. You're you're right. I mean, you're not going to get an argument from me out of that. I will. I would say the only thing that I would make the argument on is is that I I did go with with Walt uh, with Emmett Smith on this for yeah. the simple fact. All-time leader rusher, TDs, carries. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that I thought that stood out to me, and if we're building like a all 100 team or like our all offensive team right now. When I looked at all those top guys, Barry, uh, Sweetness, uh, Jim Brown even, all of them, uh, Adrian Peterson, LaDainian Tomlinson, all those guys, Emmett Smith was the only one whose you know, yards per carry went up in the playoffs, whose yards per game went up in the playoffs. Like I definitely felt like he was one of those guys like, we need you to tote the like, – like you talked about Derrick Henry. We need yeah. you to go – another week 30 carries this week and we need you to be dominant and i felt like for me 
that was his while his he didn't have the flashy plays he had that unbelievable competitiveness and that streak of I, I just won't be denied if it's third and three I'm gonna get you four and or four and a half or five or on a break like a big big long run that's gonna demoralize the opposing team like a Derrick Henry uh, funny enough Derrick Henry beat in high school Emmett Smith's high school rushing record uh, so little little tangible corollary to what you're talking about there because they had those both that mindset like a killer mindset like they won't be beat and they're gonna get you big yards big runs when when it's needed most you know uh, and that's why I had Emmett Smith I, I think that most awesome I think that's a great point uh yeah like just kind of prime time performing the big spotlight makes it happen uh side note, if Derrick Henry I bet if he gets 30 touches this game, I bet it puts him damn close for the most touches in a postseason. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, he'd be at like 120 touches, or he'd be at 90 ish. 90 touches, touches or so. yeah. Because yeah. he got, oh, I, got I think no so. buy. I think it's pretty close. Yeah, I think I think um, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I mean, like even Emmett's. Oh, I'm in the wrong. I'm on. I'm on Walter Payton's. Um, I think Emmett Smith had like 120 some one year. Oh, in the postseason. In the postseason, I'm trying to find it right here, real yeah. quick. Come on, computer. Um, no, he had 74. I take that back. I think I was thinking of no, yeah, he only had 74 was the most that he had in '95. So I mean, it's like he's, I mean, his Derrick Henry is. It is quite a, a testament, especially this era of the game where these guys are just monsters like they're way better athletes way bigger way stronger way faster than a lot of these guys and he's the biggest strongest baddest guy right now so strong so bad oh it's my boy that's right you love it oh man uh people laughed at me people scoffed now they look like idiots i'm talking to you listeners (laughs) uh all right (laughs) i take it all back i love you guys hashtag our power all right um wide receivers who you got it's got to start with Jerry Rice, right? Got to start with Jerry Rice. Got to. Got to start with, I mean, there's no fucking debate on that. Also, like, um, go, go back and watch Jerry. Because I did do this because I kind of forgot. And, you know, I mean, how many amazing wide receivers have we seen since Jerry Rice? Like 10, oh, 12? Like, yeah, like, a lot. Like, yeah. it's, you know, throwing a ball a lot more. There's a lot more opportunity to see amazing catches. Uh, yeah, could just get open. Runs a yeah. fucking route. And then if his two little fingers get on the ball, like, he's catching it. It, the game looks different, although I will say this. Anytime a San Francisco 49ers highlight comes up, you can't tell if it's 2015 or if it's like 1986. There's something about their right. jersey and the field and the sun. It looks exactly the right. same. Yeah, but, it, right, but, right. but if you do look at Jerry Rice highlights, like it's, it looks like a different era, but he is, you know, he's in a class of all of his own. It, yeah, it's insane. I mean, he had like basically he really he played twenty one seasons. Really, it was twenty. He was he had that injury and in like then like ninety one or ninety two. We were playing a couple games, so he had like insane longevity. But here's the thing: so he's got one thousand five hundred and forty nine catches, which actually Larry Fitzgerald is basically one hundred and seventy one catches off of that pace. Which if he plays for another three years. He could ostensibly get that. He's kind of averaged above 70 catches the last couple of years. But the thing when I started looking at that, I was like, all right, well, Larry Fitzgerald is number two in yardage all time at 17,000. 
83. And I'm not trying to put you Ben Simmons spot here. Oh, God. Would you venture to guess? Would you venture to guess what the yardage difference is between those two? Okay. Um, how many did you say? How many catches are they? Are, are, no, no, no. Are, no. Uh, no, how many yards? Uh, Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald has 17,083 uh, yards, and they are separated by 171 catches. Yeah. Rice has 1549. Larry Fitzgerald has 1378. I hate when you make me look like a fucking idiot. I, there's no, you can't, no. This is for effect, no matters. Yeah. I'm putting Brandana on the spot, but it's it's for a purpose for people who just, who, who know football, know it, and then hopefully. I, I would say, I would say like 3,500 yards. It's very, it's very close. No, it's five thousand eight hundred and twelve yards difference. How many? Five thousand eight hundred and twelve. He is. He has twenty two thousand eight ninety five. So just to put that in a frame of reference, if Larry Fitzgerald was to tie Jerry Rice with the one hundred seventy one catch difference, he would have to, in order to tie his yardage, he would have to average thirty four yards per catch. For the next 171 to even catch up <laughs> to Jerry yards. Rice, that means Jerry Rice average. If you're saying the 20 season, because we're knocking out that 21st that he didn't play somewhere in the middle of his career, right. that's a uh, 1,100 yards a season. Right, receiving yards, and it and and it, he he only had like four or five over a hundred yard catch season. So, so think about the difference where Michael yeah. Thomas just broke the record at 145 catches. And a lot of guys are creeping and getting like 90 catches is not a 80, 70 to 80 catches is not like this unbelievable thing. When you have all these like quick slot, you know, ride receivers, Jerry Weiss was doing it on the long ball or breaking runs or just, you know, there wasn't like there wasn't a lot of slants and there wasn't a lot of like spreading everybody out and then just isolating this in little matchup and catching like a three yard out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Wasn't happening to him. Oh man. Throwing a lot of numbers at you. Pull over, you grab go. your calculator, figure it out or take our word That's for right. it. All right. My number, <laughs> uh, two, I got my boy, Randy Moss. I do too. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I do too, sir. Dominant. I mean, just dominant. Yeah. I mean, fun, like, Fun to watch. Uh, yeah, and it's just, and, and that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about dominance. And it's just like one on one, you want to throw the ball up and have somebody go make a play on it. You want Randy Moss. Yeah. And if you go back, like watching his highlights are unbelievable. Go back and watch that one year when he was at Marshall, which uh, played against my Central Michigan Chippewas. Let's go, Chips. Uh, let's go, Chips. And it's just like, it's just like a man among boys. Watching those highlights is it's unbelievable the things that he could just do at will. And then when you see stuff like that and you're like, Oh, he's playing in a lower level, how is he gonna be able to translate into the NFL? And he brings it like immediately, year one, comes out with, you know, in Minnesota with Dante Culpepper, just dominant, just like going up and just going to get the ball and just running past everyone and just yeah. scoring touchdowns. It was amazing. Then he goes, obviously he has a deal in Oakland. That doesn't quite work out. But then it he goes to the Patriots and kind of revives his career. And you really actually understand, like, yes, he's got all these physical attributes, but he's got amazing hands. He 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 makes big-time catches when you need him. Uh, he even defensively had an INT, which I remember when we were playing fantasy football because I got those points, which were nice. Oh, wow. But, uh, what? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they put him but, back uh, there for a Hail Mary or something? 
Yeah, to cover Hail Mary. Yeah. He got an INT That's on hilarious. So, I mean, okay. fantastic athlete, like, you know, one of them. And just, like, ultimately, like, really fun to watch. Um, there are a lot of wide receivers out there that have put up a bunch of stats. Um, but he is one that, I don't know, just, like, you – it, it, he has that factor of like when the TV's on, like like oh, I want to see what is Randy Moss doing. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have a thousand catches in his career, you know. But when he was on, it was like he's going to do something impressive. Yeah, he was great. Uh, I I thought I could have went also with Randy Moss. I could have done Chris Carter. I could have had a couple Vikes, a couple Vikes on my all time team. When I was looking back at it, you start looking at Chris Carter's numbers and you're like, wow, it's really impressive. Uh, he has like 1,102 catches, like a ton of yardage, and you really kind of start to figure out like, oh, he was really, really good because he didn't get off to quite a great start. Yeah. You know, he left Ohio, you fell out the rest, uh, was drafted by Philadelphia, played a few seasons in Philadelphia, and I was like, oh, this is not going the way everyone thought it was going to go then gets to Minnesota and blows up and it was just like oh and then was probably the most like perfect mentor for Randy Moss and really yeah. taught him about how being a professional wide receiver was going to be there because you know Randy Moss could have just relied on his athleticism and that would have been that do you but, remember Chris uh, Carter's you remember Chris Carter's hands I mean they were insane yeah. yeah yeah I think Chris Carter and I could be wrong on this but it's like I think he had a thing where he said he could like catch a BB in the dark. You know what I mean? Like if you shot a BB at him, he'd be able to catch it in the dark. Like that was his like little joke on it. So yeah, that might not be him. That might be somebody else. But it's good for this story. Uh, also, the last one I wanted to say that just dominant receiver. What I watched, and I was just like, "There's nothing you can do to stop this guy." But for some reason, he wasn't utilized. It's your boy Megatron. Yeah, Calvin Johnson, yeah. man. He was like, you just watch some plays, and you're just like, "Fuck, why are they not throwing this dude like every time?" Yeah, yeah, it was one of those things where they, uh, yeah, I mean, this is why he he gave up early in his career and was out. Um, He was, yeah, he was just unbelievably dominant. Um, He gave us a, he gave us a chance. He also gave us a lot of heartbreak. We talked about him in in our worst place of the decade, the Calvin Johnson role, you know, the completion of the process, which happened more than a couple of times to him in his career. you just forget like six five two thirty came out and ran like a sub four three or sub four forty uh, was just like unbelievable. And he played it. He played for Georgia Tech, which is like him and I think I'm pretty sure the quarterback was Reggie Ball, which even gave Reggie Ball, who was like a five eleven quarterback, like the opportunity to even make the pros because they're like, oh well, he can't all be this bad. He's got to get. He's given Calvin Johnson the ball, so. Um, he made everyone around him that much better. And you think like, oh, these guys are amazing. And it's, it's, it's a shame to think that we had Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson in their primes. And we weren't able to, we went to one playoff game. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that just like, it kills you. I don't get it. And yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to understand how, I mean, well, Matt Millen and shitty coaching um, and, you know, lays off air approach to winning a, a, you know, winning organization with the Ford family. Those all are recipes for why we wasted that. But that's why we've had Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, two guys on these lists who could have kept playing, but basically said, what, what are we doing this for? Yeah, I'm getting I'm playing 16 games. I'm getting the shit cat kicked out of me. Obviously, they're competitive guys. We want to win and we're just not even close to it. So 
I'm going to take my health. I'm going to take my, my, my life and go and retire. And I hopefully, I think Calvin Johnson is actually a realtor now. Like I think he's selling like high end real estate in, in the Detroit area. I bet he's fucking dominating at it. Exactly. Yeah, style. exactly. Uh, real fast. Was everybody on your constellation list for wide receiver? You wanted to mention? Uh, no, I did have, I, I did put on Larry Fitzgerald, um, for, for obvious reasons, second and receiving yards, second and, and catches. Yeah. And just like we've written, you know, kind of like we've talked about writing off guys. Like I felt like from a fantasy perspective, like everyone has written off Larry Fitzgerald, but he's good for 70 catches, yeah. 900 to a thousand yards, some touchdowns. And I thought if I was creating this team, it'd be interesting because you could you could put Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, or or Jerry Rice on the outside, but Larry Fitzgerald is the only one that's been able to morph and go inside, go from being an outside receiver, a big play receiver, possession receiver, and now morphed into like a slot receiver. Probably because he can't run, but he can still. He's got great hands. He can make plays, and he's big and physical, and he plays the game right. And like obviously, clearly commands a ton of respect around the league. So. Great mention, bro. All right, uh, and to round it out, let's just name off our tight end real fast. I'm going to go with Tony G, Tony Gonzalez. Nice. I thought about that. I mean, it's a, that's a fair thing. I mean, I think you can go one of uh, three choices maybe. One or two. I mean, I got Gronk on it. Yeah, even though, I had like, Gronk as my backup. Early, Yeah, early retirement. Who's who's a third? Who am I forgetting? Like an 80s tight end. Uh, well, there was – I mean, you could think of like Kellen Winslow from way back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, or even Antonio Gates just recently. I mean, Antonio, oh, Gates Antonio is Gates, pretty yeah. dominant. That's a good one. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we we are definitely in an era for tight ends, Jason Witten. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think those two, uh, Gronk, Gronk for the reason that he was like really dominant both in in both phases of the game. I don't think Tony G was as much of a Tony Gonzalez as much of a pass blocker, although I'm sure he had the ability to do that. But Gronk had like the ability to just m- murder people yeah. and just maul them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, and you get Kyle Rudolph coming in fourth. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> right, right. All right, brother. Um, awesome. That's a pretty good team, top to bottom. Uh, guys, if you want to shoot us an email, let us know your all-time team or which all-time team in a matchup you think would win, even though we kind of overlapped a lot. Um, all right, yeah. brother. Let's up against it for the hour power. I do a little red carpet. I know I texted you earlier. I was like, let's talk Oscars. I think we'll get yes. um, who we had Danny Schluck back in here. Oscar right. thing to break it what down. The uh, what the Schluck. And we'll talk a little bit Oscar odds down the road. Before we get to that, let's do our due diligence, much like a pre bro. Let's figure out what old most awesome has seen this year. Right, right, right. This sure. is where I get to the audience. This is where I get to sit back, relax, chill out. Santana <coughs> washes talents all over me. Um, all right, so best picture we have. Uh, I think it's what we got nine, I believe. Yeah, Jesus. Nine. so Ford versus Friary, um, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, The Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. Have you seen either, either any of these movies? Most awesome. Oh, uh, I did see the I did see Joker. Good, you said you said Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, yeah. Jojo Rabbit, have not yeah. seen that. Not, 1917, haven't seen that. Not a good Marriage Story. I know that's on Netflix, right? I yeah, haven't seen it that. is. I don't know, that, feel, that feels like a bummer to me. I don't know if I really want to watch that. Sure. Uh, the Irishman is a big commitment. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I definitely <laughs> wanted to see. That's on. We, I just talked to Dr. and Mrs. The Commission about that, wanting to see that. 
And then what, I don't know what the other one. Uh, was. Little Women, Parasite. Little Women, Parasite. No, those are two different movies, by the way. Oh yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks yeah, I want to clear that, that up. I was so. like little little female parasites. That's um, okay, here's... Uh, Little Women. I have not seen, but I've heard good things about. Um, yeah, it feels okay. So number one, I, I think we have too many best pictures, and number Nine two is a lot, dude. I I, I don't feels f- a lot. I feel like it's trying to cover a spectrum of just like one movie for everybody. And maybe that's not a bad thing, but it's just like, sure. I mean, I saw marriage story. It's fine. Um, right. I like me. It'll be different. Like I, what's about time in Hollywood? Like absolutely Joker up there. Yes. Uh, I'm going to see 1917 Irishman. You know, I was excited for like two years when I heard there's going to be a new Scorsese movie. Still haven't right. seen it. Something about that three and a half hours, like it's a big commitment. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a, a real big commitment, an and the and is it one of those things where it's like it's a CGI kind of you know with all the bringing the old guys looking young. That's one of those things that I'm like, uh, if that technology isn't a hundred percent spot on, not saying that I know that it is or it isn't, but isn't that gonna like is it gonna take me out of it the whole time? And I'm like, oh, that just looks like weird like yeah. edited like photoshopped al pacino do i want to watch that that's what i heard but uh and then ford versus ferrari like it sounds like an easy watch i can do that and parasite i'll watch yeah. that uh okay so i need you to see before february 9th well before that because we gotta do our podcast about it you gotta see once upon a time in hollywood oh i can do that let me oh i'm getting homework you're getting homework mab yeah. work right here yeah, yeah i can't uh, load you up with two that's that's just the one i'm gonna give you you, you gotta see that what so of the uh, what are, what other ones should I see? Have you seen Little Women or Parasite or anything? Uh, I'll I'll jump in. I will see this. Like I hear great things about Parasite. It's uh, subtitled. I I will check that out. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to make it easy and give. Like, I can't I can't read Brandana, so pass on Parasite. I know I didn't say you would see it. I would say like I'll watch it and then I'll record the translation when I read the subtitles right. and I'll send it to you. It can let's okay. do it. Uh, have you have you seen? I can audible that that movie. Uh, have you seen Joker? Yeah, I did. With that, we did. Oh, good. Doctor Mrs. the Commission. Oh, we did go and see that one. Um, yeah, it was an intense movie, man. It was insane. I, oh, I actually really liked it. That's good. Uh, I, we'll talk about. We'll talk about that. And I'm okay. I'm low on war movies, but people are going gaga over this 1917 movie. Yeah, I've seen the trailer crashing into. That barn looks looks good. Yeah, uh, you fucking hate barns. I don't know much more about it. I know you hate yeah, barns. Fucking, I'm like, Crash yeah, get it. I hope uh, this right. is all about barn smash. We'll get our list together. Let's go through uh, actors, actors, supporting actors. Because maybe we can double down. Maybe there's a movie okay. that's like best picture has an actor, has an actress, and like supporting actor. So you're like, shit. Let's figure that out. Got to yeah, just yeah, really, yeah. really okay. spread your time. Uh, yeah, all right, actor in leading role, Antonio Banderas. Um, for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio, What's About a Time, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, uh, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Okay, so I'm not going to see The Two Popes. I'm just out on no. that. Yeah, yeah, You don't yes. have time for either of the Popes. Uh, marriage Story, You're Married, <laughs> A Little Too Close to Home. So that's a pass. You've seen Joker. You got Once Upon a Time. I mean, you're not going to see Pain and Glory because Antonio Banderas. Okay, so you're still you're still in a good spot with Once yeah, Upon yeah. a Time. Okay, all right, all right. Whew. This feels like high school. I know, really close. Trying to just avoid extra. You homework. never know any court curveball. Okay, actress in a leading role. Uh, Cynthia Irvo for Harriet. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. You're passing on that. 
Uh, Cerise Ronan for Little Women. Uh, Charlize Theron, Bombshell. Renee Zellweger, back throwing haymakers for Judy. Yeah, coming at For what? For Judy? Judy, yeah, like the Judy Garland story. Oh. I could bet you I could sell if I could find it. Where is it? Is that one of those like artsy limited release films? God, I sound like an ogre on this pod sometimes. Yeah, I mean, like you're, you're, doing it to, you're doing it to yourself. I mean, I just right, 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 text right. me if you want to later. I'll edit it out. Um, I no, I don't I, care. I think that is, I think it's already out. Like it's probably like a a rent it on like iTunes situation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. And bombshells that that Fox News one, right? Bombshell is the Fox News one, and I haven't heard about Harriet. Um, Hey, there's more info right here. Sure. Uh, I would like to see. Uh, you know what? I'll go for the ladies. It's a Harriet Tubman I know Greta, story. I know, I, know, I know. No, no, no. For Greta Gerwig's Little Women. I've heard a lot of good stuff about this. This uh, is after the book Little Women, right? I mean, this is after correct. that book? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so I did like Greta Gerwig's. I liked Lady Bird. Yeah. I didn't think it was like, you know, this you know, maybe for, for the women out there it was. But I did enjoy it. I thought it was funny. I liked. And Cersei Ronan was the main character in that one as well too correct yep, correct yep. yes all right i'm good see i know what's going on people all right you know what i'll yeah, test maybe, you maybe know what that's how we're little, little women in there i'll test myself i'm gonna see little women as well we're gonna talk Fuck some yeah. we're gonna talk some little women bro we're gonna bro up little women it's Fucking gonna be two dudes little one women. little so women. hard right now Fuck yeah i'm gonna be all over that movie um all right actor in a supporting role tom hanks beautiful day in the neighborhood uh anthony hopkins two popes uh, which are out on Al Pacino, yeah. Irishman, Joe Pesci, the Irishman, two best supporting actors. Man, I gotta got nuts, put together. Dude. Okay, and then you got Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood already on your list. Um, beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know, I feel like this for this role, Tom Hanks. Like, watch the preview. You see how good of an impression he does of Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So you're good. Right. You can vote on that. Uh, so I don't think any new homework, unless you want to put Irishman back on the table. To get most bang for your buck on nominations. Yeah, yeah I gotcha. I, we, I might, I might dog ear that one. Dog if ear. If I have like seven hours to kill. An extra seven hours. Copy that. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so here's where kind of curveball comes for me that puts me into a camp. All right. So actress in a supporting role, we got Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, Clint Eastwood's Richard Jewell, which I wanted to see. I don't think great things back back about it. Um, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. You said out on Marriage Story. What is going on with a Marriage Story for Laura? For like all these, you got ScarJo, Adam Driver, and now Laura Dern all getting nominated for this. Like this is a Netflix movie, right? Like it is. This Netflix. Not, yeah, Netflix is playing ball, bro. They're playing ball. Yeah, they are. I'm not. I'm not. What do you want me to say? I'm a subscriber. Yeah, I pay my nine ninety five like everyone else. I'm yep. there. I'm with it. I'm about it. Plenty of but friends. This sounds a little nuts to me because I've seen like I've seen the little like fifteen second highlights scrolling over when I'm trying to get to the office. Yeah, you're you're not selling me too much. No. Where's the algorithm, bro? Yeah, where the <laughs> get my face about it? I want you up in my yeah. face. I want the little ads on my phone talking about Marriage Story. I want you to feel exactly. like you're listening into this really? podcast. Uh, exactly. Speaking of Scarlett Johansson, nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Jojo Rabbit. That's right. Double nomination. ScarJo. Ooh. Yeah. Dubbing up. She's all over the place. JoJo Rabbit. ScarJo Stock. Staying high. We got Florence Pugh for Little Women. So Little Women's on our list. 
I like it. I like her name too. I'm already into it. Florence. Yeah. Pew. Yeah. Did Come you with s- it, girl. Yeah. Did you see that um, Midsummer movie? Midsummer. Midsummer. Oh the yeah, yeah. That's a horror movie. No, she's in that first one. Off, Florence Pugh. Is she the that. cover? Is she the cover? Yeah, yeah. Like, she's that girl. Yeah, 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 she's that girl. Yeah. First off, I, do not. It's, I'm assuming Parasite's probably a, a horror movie as well too. Just by the name, it sounds. I think so. Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a feel good flick. I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this out there for any future Oops, scared. movies yeah. out there. Yeah. No, no, bro. I got. I'm luck. Please. Yeah. Doctor Mrs. The Commission. Uh, I think we talked about it last podcast. Oh uh, yeah. I've had to turn off lights sure. for her in the basement. Can't handle that. So That's that will never be a pot. Yeah. That'll yeah. never be homework that I'll be able to fulfill. Uh. All right. And our last one, Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Ooh, I love it. Let's watch that. Yeah, I know. It's my, my girl, Margaret Robbie, nominated. <laughs> I'm watching Bombshell. So, um, all right. The last thing I want to do is I want to do... And Margot Robbie's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes? She is, so you should see that also. Fuck yeah. <coughs> Sorry, that was a little too intense. <coughs> no, I'm with I'll you. I'll get back to Little Women. Now, fr- friend of the podcast, um, this podcast yes. is very pro-Margot Robbie, if we have not made that We're clear. We're all about the Robbie for all the right. potty. Adapted screenplay. Let's talk a little writing, a little oh. um, tickling the keyboard, a little pen to paper. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right, Irishman, <laughs> this for adapted. Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, The Two Popes. The Two Popes, relax. Quit shoving these popes yeah. in my face. I First off, I didn't know we only had one pope. I don't know what the point is of having two popes. I thought is usually this, is this a they, sequel? they kill one. Yeah, pope two? Is it Pope two or two popes? I swear to God, it says The Two Popes. Pope just, two back in the clergy. <laughs> no, I think you're thinking of six sister act, bro. I think it's back oh, in the habit. Uh, oh man. Fuck, uh, okay, I watched that. Is that nominated? Uh, it's no sister act two back in the habit is not nominated for a 2019 right. Academy Award. Fine, but good fine. guess. Uh, all right, Joker, you've seen Irishman out yeah. for length. Little Women, we're in on Jojo Rabbit. That might be gaining a little uh, take a looks at me. First off, I don't know what the fuck it's even about. So I'm watch the my, trailer. Consider where? Consider my interest. <laughs> where? On that fucking computer in front of you on the internet. Where? Okay, all right. All okay. right. You want to sound? You, you keep saying I sound like an old ogre. You just asked me where to watch a movie trailer. <laughs> Not helping oh, your cause. Man. Oh, uh, Thursday pod. Oh, Thursday pod. We're losing the ties up so on this one, my man. Fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People are going to be clamoring for Thursday pod, and they're going to say, bail on the hour of power. All right, so we don't right. do that. All right, last one. Writing original screenplay. We have Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you're in on Knives Out. Yeah. I saw, but maybe not across enough categories for you to get in on it. Marriage story, your marriage is going fine. You don't be depressed. Um, I mean, parasite. I think I think parasites making a little run. So parasite, yeah. parasite. Um, what we got? Parasite, bombshell, nineteen seventeen, once upon a time in Hollywood, Little Women. Anything else pending? Jojo Rabbit. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're able to get your hands on a VH co- VHS copy of the Jojo <laughs> Rabbit trailer. <laughs> You might right. give it a let peek. Me, 
I will be able to thumb through the paper to find if out when it's. I'll go down to the public library, fire up the microfiche, <laughs> and see if I can check out. The yeah, review no, I'll get one of, of, get one of those papers on the stick when I get my check it out, and then I'll right. hold it. Yeah. So how many movies are? Uh, so I'm on the hook. I have a little bit more free time than you do. You know, with the four less yeah. dependents, I will check out right. Little Women, Parasite, and 1917. Oh shit! No, Little Women, Parasite, nineteen seventeen, and Bombshell. Ooh. Oh, and I know, Roni listens. She's gonna want me to see Jojo Rabbit. That's five flicks. I can do that. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. All right, Jojo Rabbit, nineteen seventeen, Parasite, Bombshell, Little Women. Count me in. Mark, mark it I'm down. Gonna, I'm gonna do Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I know it's on demand. Uh, and 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 we'll see. I think it's still it's still in theaters. Little Women. Yes. Yeah, it is. Okay, so then I'll I'll go and see that. Get my get my Greta Gerwig on. Yeah, a little date night, bro. Yeah, fuck yeah. Home run date night. Oh, for us or for? Oh no no. For we're we're not watching that together. Let's make that. No 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 no. All right, guys. Uh, we'll we'll be back in a couple weeks. We'll get Danny Schluck back on the pod and we'll talk Oscar odds. We'll get in the gambling corner. It's just be a whole Oscar filled podcast, and we'll have some more reports from the movies. But before that, we need to talk about the top three hardest things about getting in shape. Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. Alright, three hardest things about getting in shape we both talked about it in the last year we we're like yeah, yeah. as soon as i stop stuffing my face with this fucking leftover turkey and drinking all of these old fashions over the holiday mm-hmm. season i'm gonna start doing yeah. some more sit-ups how's that going for you so far bro Ooh, no no <laughs> i thought i thought we were gonna say we we're gonna give each other a start date I've not yet done it. Oh, I've it's on me. That's right. Direction. It's on me. It's on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to it's, give you. It's a, I need. I need an accountability group, Brandon. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yes. Yeah, so no, it's gone the wrong direction. But no more. No. Battening down the hatches. I got through some work events here where it's a little bit more drinking and partying and all that fun stuff. So now, yeah, we had a Christmas party last weekend too. So now yeah. it's back into now our holiday time. party. Now it's now it's go time. Now it's buckle down the 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 hat, batten down the hatches, try and strap up the boots boots and go for it. Yeah, man, you are burying us in phrases of speech. Yeah, let's get the. Uh, I did on my end. That's uh, what fat I, guys do to avoid working out. I know. I did. I joined the new gym by my office. Ooh. Good, good for you, bro. So it's a little closer, right. a little bit more expensive. Is this a competition. Yeah. So, so I can really judge myself for not spending it. All right, so uh, top three things, uh, hardest things about getting in shape. This personally, um, so rice. So so here, here's uh, so rice is hard. I love rice, and it's in that. You zigged on me. I was not expecting rice to be in your life. Oh yeah, yeah, no rice. rice it's it's in that dirty. Yeah. Fuck rice. Carbohydrate group. Dude, have we talked about this on the pod before? Do you remember the no. fucking food pyramid when we were kids? Yes. Yeah, it's all backwards. Is there anything that was like more off than the food pyramid? Uh, oh yeah, no, there's no. Like it wasn't uh, even, like it was fucking like damn near upside down. Yeah, like it was. It it's was totally like upside down. Relax on fruits; they're kind of sweet. Chill out on veggies. 
uh, fucking load up on some fatty meats and definitely be eating cereal. Like if you can eat that cereal, like inside of a like couple loaves of bread, you'll be doing yourself even better. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. White bread it should be with every meal to sop up everything yeah. around you. Wow. Vegetables. Don't get too wild with that. Milk. Milk had its own Hollywood Square or whatever those were. However, the triangle was broken down. Like it. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It wasn't Center Square, but it definitely was like the one you try to get. Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Over. Yeah, it wasn't. You it know, wasn't Center. Yeah, it's for a block. Yeah, yeah. Give me milk for the block. Absolutely. Milk for the block. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, it was all upside. Maybe the like the notion that we needed like algebra in our lives that was maybe a close sure. second, but nothing. Yeah, the pyramid, nothing, no greater Big lie, lie that's been told to us. No, in our entire lives. And just so for- I agree with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So where does right? Where's I guess rice falls in your carbohydrate? Yeah, uh, yeah, I fall, yeah. Rice. You're like, why the fuck are we talking about that? Yeah, it's, it's a carbohydrate, and I can't eat it because of that. Uh, so I'm yeah. gonna give myself. It's probably, I don't even know how many fucking games of, uh, okay, so you used to have six to eight servings a day, and that was way off. So I'm going to give myself uh, negative six points. And I just had cauliflower rice this evening. Ooh, nice. It's good. It is good. I like like me a little cauliflower rice. Um, You guys make it yourself with like a cheese grater? No, 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 no. No, we just get the, Big time. the bag stuff that you can heat up in the microwave. Hey, what do you think? We're fancy over here? No, I like that. Yeah. I mean, getting yeah. sushi for takeout and everything, you never know. Yeah. Oh, oh look oh, at that. Exactly. It's a Thursday well, you pod. You should know that. You're pulling it back. I yeah. like that. I like that. No, no, no. You should know that, that uh, that's for convenience, sir. That's why we don't make our own. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with number three. Uh, and the hardest thing about getting in shape is all the wary advice that you get from everyone that thinks they have the magic bullet. I'm going... Everyone thinks you should be doing NSG, keto, intermittent fasting, all these things, all these fucking well wishers that come up to you, and, you know, try and sell you their 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 wares of you know eating <laughs> healthy and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I get it. You all think you know what's going on, but here's a, here's a little fact that no one knows what's going on. Yeah, we're all fucking trying to figure it out. Quit telling me what works for you and. All this other stuff. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. If I if you hear me like, hey, I'm trying to take it easy on rice. Like I don't need you to. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you tried cauliflower rice? Have you done? Have you done it? You know what I like to do? I like to I like to cook rice. I like to stare at it and like to throw it away. Yeah. And that's what I like <laughs> yeah. to do. I don't don't do that to me. I don't want to hear your shit. Just be like, yeah, fuck. There's, you know, there's more meat over there. Go or there's a carrot. That's good. Go I, I say that's that's a great point. There are still some of those things. It's just like. It feels like it changes every couple of months, like, like eggs, like they're good for yeah. you. Like, you know, March through fucking like November. And then for like a year and a half, it's just like, if you eat an egg, like it chops like a year and a half off your life. Like, no, it's kind of like, like a sauna also like a sauna. Like I look at it, like it feels refreshing. Nobody knows if it's actually good for you. Like could be bad. Like, no, it's just right. these, like these little things that you feel like science should have figured out and they just right. don't. Let's Wait. get a consensus on. Oh, no, no, go ahead. What do you got? No, let's. I just want to get a consensus on, like, you know, like the food table. Let's get a consensus, the right thing. Like, exactly. I just want more, a more so than anyone. Just everyone, just butt the fuck out of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to say um, that people are trying to get you to spend probably like $70 a month on some new, like, hip trend, and you're not into Yeah. It. You're past. Trying to sell me beach body and their sick ass bodies. Mm-mm. I'm not getting that way. Nope. 
Not this. Out. Not this, sir. Yeah, I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look that good in Lululemon <laughs> fucking pants. Uh, all right, this, this is gonna be a stupid answer compared to you, but okay. We we're just talking about this. Actually, I brought up in the top of the pod. Uh, time. So, and at time, like I know everyone has time on their list. And it's got to be, but it like really is. I it's hard to get the hack around it, and it's got to be a little bit like you don't feel like doing it, or it's not the easiest thing to do, or it's hard to like multitask with it. But like the right. number of times like I've brought like my fucking gym bag with me to the office with the best intentions and just watch that window like slowly close but it's all the like i always figure out a way to pod with you i mean i always figure out a way to like stop by keg and lantern like i it's like that same energy has got to put in like finding a way to get to the gym and if that's these are things that you want to do yeah things that we want i mean i do want to go to the gym until it just doesn't happen right right exactly but you need to pod with me i do and that's why that happens yeah exactly yeah i have exactly. to pod with i get you. it i get it my uh my number two is food is nummy this is why it's so hard to stay in shape because food is fucking delicious and we have yeah. more food available to us take out sushi yes i doordash all these things that are just available at a click now i can get fast food delivered to me and i don't do that but i'm just saying I have all these things available to me that I never had before, and they're just they're and they're like and it's all cheap, it's all there, it's all right there for me, and I can just get whatever. And now, as you're an adult, as you're as I'm 40 years old, no one's gonna tell me that I can't have two scoops of ice cream every night. Yeah, yeah. No one's gonna tell me that I I I can't have that fourth beer exactly on a Wednesday. And it's almost like you feel like I gotta I gotta cash in on these privileges. Yeah, I've earned these privileges. Yeah. That's right. I'm 40. I've earned these. No one. I, I can do Ooh. this. This is what I'm allowed to do. When you're young, you don't get to make those decisions. No. Now I've graduated. I have three kids. I have a decent, you know, I, I you know, job. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, now I get to just make these choices, and I'm gonna have, uh, you know, uh, uh Reese's Pieces fast break at lunch. Yeah. Why not? Got to do it. Got to do it, bro. Got to do it. That makes total sense. Um, okay, I'm going to give you uh, 100 on what you're yeah. spending on just your DoorDash order, your sushi <laughs> for delivery. Uh, then I'm going to give myself 11 as in the chance of me going to the gym when I pack a bag goes down 11% each hour I'm at the office and I don't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. That's a good number. I broke that number down like pretty that. good. Uh, all right, third on the list. Third on the list, top of my list is so consistency. Here's what I mean by consistency is it all means like if I feel like if I only can make it to the gym two days a week, let's say like I'm shooting three days, that would still be a good use of my time. But I feel like two days might as well be fucking zero days. Like it's all or nothing. And it's like too bad. Like because it's just like like if if Wednesday comes and I didn't make it Monday or Tuesday because I shoot and then I'm like, fuck it. And then I'll just like I'll stop at Kicking Lantern. I'll do something like that where it's got to be like every little bit helps for me to not be embarrassed and look like a fat ass when I take my shirt off. Right, right. Uh, and you don't look like a fat ass when you take your shirt off, right, Dana? I just let you know that. You haven't seen it often. But, uh, but no, I, I'm very much in that same mindset where it's like it's all or nothing. If I if I don't get on it and if I'm not getting up at 6 in the morning and getting on the treadmill and then do it and then eating all this healthy, like then it it's I, – I, we have to like change our, our mindset is to – like you said, like just a little bit is better than nothing. Like I heard somebody say, it's like 
oh, I, you know, I don't have a full hour to work out today, so I guess I can't. Yep. It's like, or you could just spend, or you exactly. could just do like five minutes. Yeah. Like five minutes is better than nothing, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh exactly. yeah. Gotta get so yourself like, in the mindset. So I gotta get yourself in the mindset. So I, I feel you on that one because I am, I am very much in that like all or nothing. And if I don't do it, then then sometimes the wheels can come off. Yep. Um, my number one is gonna go kind of in line with with yours a little bit, uh, but it's 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 less about time and it's more about the energy to put forth to it. In my life, we got you know you got work, you got pod, you got your family. Uh, <laughs> in, in not that, in that order. particular in order. order. Yeah, 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 right. In that order. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, but then it's like, man, I got uh, you know, and I always I always say like. I look at my daughters and for my son to a certain extent and it's like they get shot out of bed like out of a cannon they are ready to go and i just drag my ass off now it's probably because i'm carrying extra weight and not in as good a shape that i could be but it's like why is this energy wasted on the youth like why do why in my 40s am i not rewarded with just like you know a burst of energy like i know everything that's going on it's not like brushing my teeth and taking a shower is like mentally as straining as it is for my three-year-old so why the fuck do they just get you know just you know get the ripcord pulled on them and just run off and go and me it's like ah i gotta i gotta get this third cup of coffee in me before i can even start to function yeah uh that makes some sense i'm gonna say that um you're moving around the house in the morning at an average pace of four miles per hour i'm gonna say i'm leaving 400 burnable calories on the table by not just Ooh, going my two sweat. days. Uh, it's 417 and 174. Winner, surprisingly, in the upset, Brandana. Yeah, you got it, bro. All right. Um, Dug deep. Got a little bit of time up against the hour power, but let's jump into that gambling corner. Bring us to the jam. Did a little casino last night. Ooh, yeah, casino on a school night. Oh, my good friend. for you. Company uh, sales kickoff happened to be at a hotel casino, and uh, you know we we had you know nice awards dinner, awards banquet. You know your boy and his team got uh, you know got some got some got some trophies. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, look at that. Some, some hardware. Hardware. That's Put what it on I the shelf. Did. Nice. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it was great all the way around. And then uh, drinking at a bar, we had one of our vendors buying some drinks. And then a few of us decided, go, let's go to the casino across the way. And your old boy dusted off the hot hand. Good for you. Went to the craps table. Oh. And just took a hundo out. Just took a hundo. Sure. Just to, hey, I'm just going to have fun. Going to go. $5 craps table. And uh, it was fun. It was up probably 250 300 Oh, wow. And I set aside my, my, my initial investment because I was like, all right, Dr. and Mrs. The Commission won't be happy if it loses all. Sure. Then I proceeded to lose like all but 40 or 50 uh, of my uh, winnings at the craps table because, as you know, as you've been there, it, it goes up quick and it goes away pretty fast as well, too. Yeah, it's so, magic. It is magic. And it's fun, though. And uh, so then I was walking off and uh, saw one of my reps was sitting down at a $5 blackjack table. And there was him and another guy, some guy that I didn't know, were sitting down there. So I sat down there and started playing 
Ooh, and it started heating up again, oh, Brandon. Look at that. Heating up. And then Lady Luck, this little beautiful Asian woman who barely spoke any English, came and sat down. She was the biggest winner of them all because you know how you can put those little side bets on the blackjack table for like a flush or three of the kind? Yeah, some, don't do those. Some of these have these like crazy don't side. Do those, yeah, yes. don't do those. Except for her because she hit two in like the span of 20 minutes and won about $1,100 like that on those fucking bets and then was out. Oh, wow. But she, but she scattered all that luck to all the rest of us, and your boy came out walking away with 280 jelly beans if the IRS is listening. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Brought it back. Grinded it back, baby. Did I tell you that I seen you the picture? Uh, yeah, I played. Uh, I went to a casino when I was in Ghana. Yes, you did. Yeah, to keep my streak alive of like gambling in every country I've Never. been in. <laughs> right. I did that. I played black. I played just two. The universal language of blackjack, baby. Well, I mean, they yeah, also, baby. I mean, they speak English in Ghana, so it wasn't like oh, nothing lost sure. in translation. But it was, uh, yeah, it was going back and forth and got up like 500 uh, CD, went from blackjack over to roulette, um, and just put 500 down on, I think I did 200 on black and then 500 black. And then I too walked out with some jelly beans. Um, I like it, baby. Yeah. I like it. Well, yeah, a little gambling corner. Fun little gambling tales. I like when you go to a casino, yeah. and especially when you win. Uh, you guys came here for the picks. Let's sneak those in real fast. Uh, we got KC favored by 7 over Tennessee, playing in Kansas City. Uh, we have San Francisco favored by 7.5, playing in San Francisco. Um, right here, guys, I've been touting it all season long. Uh, started out rough, ended very strong. Guys, you got to look at that two-team teaser, 110 to win 100. Uh, I'm saying tease down. You get a tease. Two teams by six points. Let's bring those Chiefs down to minus one. Combine that with bumping Green Bay up to 13 and a half. Uh, put as many jelly beans as you'd like on that and get that many jelly beans back. What do you think about that pick, bro? Ooh, I like it going the other direction. See, I thought you were going to tease it the other way. Yeah. And take San Francisco down to I don't know, uh, man. one and a half. I don't know why I can't believe but it. But I like it. I mean... You think you think after what they did to your Vikes, poor little offer. Let's go Vikes. Let's go Vikes. Do you think you think you think that the that they can cover that thirteen? Uh, within thirteen? Yeah, I mean, I think seven and a half. You're basically saying we've talked about this before. Moving through those key numbers, uh, seven, you're talking about like a two score win. Uh, I think the, I think the 49ers do look really well. Uh, I think it's hard to beat an elite team. And I know I've been down on Green Bay like this entire year, but I think if they can string together like three quarters, I want to see Jimmy G behind in the playoffs. And I think if the Packers can put up one of those things that they did in the original Vikings game, getting up like 21 nothing in the first quarter, I just, I'd like to see that offense pop off a little bit. I still don't really think I've seen it. Like I, And I'm not the right. first person to bring up this point for four quarters. But to me, the possibility of that happening which is there even though it's a strong defense and strong pass rush but getting Aaron Rodgers and 13 and a half points and him wanting a second ring I just give give me all that together as opposed to like Jimmy G if they get down and the wheels come off I mean covering two scores pass yeah interesting no I, I like that uh, and I think that uh, I mean it makes sense because really you know the, the Packers had a down year last year <clears throat> kind of retooled a new coach so there's a lot of level uncertainty so i think rogers uh, unless he doesn't get too re- into relax mode to douche mode Fuck, could be a guy. stabilizing for yeah 
that could be a stabilizing force. Plus, too, like him going to San Francisco, there's that whole story type. Like, he might want to – it might just rally him enough to sit there like, you fuckers passed on me. Yeah. And now I get on the biggest spotlight. I get a chance to uh, potentially embarrass you or at least make it a good game. And like you said, putting Jimmy G in a close game where he's got it, where it starts to get tighter in the third and fourth quarter um, – We've seen some ducks. We've seen some bad throws. We've yeah. seen some questionable calls. So all that pressure is going to add up, and maybe it just uh, it lends your way. And, yeah, maybe they don't get beat by two scores. Maybe they just get beat by a touchdown and a field goal, but it doesn't matter at 13 and a half. They give it 13. I want to make that clear also. If this is your first time listening to the MAB Sports Podcast episode 99, I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers. I don't want that to be confused. <laughs> like, please, yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. not an apologist, enemy of the podcast. Top of the list. All right, guys. Speaking of episode 99, thanks for listening to it. Uh, thanks for hanging in with The Voice. Thursday's a lot of fun. Write in uh, mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your all-time team or let us know which podcast you prefer. Do you like just kind of the razor-sharp back-and-forth banter of a Thursday pod? Do you like the slurs of a Sunday pod? Do you like the <laughs> I'm-not-quite-sure-where-we're-at-Saturday pod? Let us know any of those. We want you up on the table. MVP of the week's real fast. I'm going to give it to friend of the podcast, Erica, it was her birthday yesterday. Give her a little oh, shout out. Bow, 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 bow. Happy birthday. 25 never looks so good, Erica. Thanks so much for listening. We need you back on soon. Who's your MVP, brother? Oh, I'm going to know with another lovely lady. I'm going to go with Dr. Mrs. The Commission. Oh, nice. Because while your boy was out there Wednesday or Tuesday night gambling and having fun and drinking, she was home slaving away with the kiddos Monday through Thursday nights. Good on her. Thank you for your contribution. Yeah, that was nice you didn't bring her an ATM slip minus 104. Like you put yeah. a little cash back Oof. into it. Nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, big episode 100. We're going to make it, brother. Knock on wood, we're going to make it to 100. That's going to be nuts. We start talking about this, but we do have an extended week to talk about it. Um, I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. I got 99 podcast button number 281. Runway. Style. Fame. She likes fashion.